I would describe it as peace of mind. I still don't remember having an outage with ePay. The peace of mind that it gives me that I don't have to now worry, okay, how do I get the software to work? Or there is a glitch. We got to call customer service. It's just ho-hum. It just works. Welcome, everyone, to the Insurance Perspectives Podcast. This is part two of our series on ePay policy. On today's show, we have Zach Franz. Hey, Kenny. And Emmanuel Osuya. Hey, Kenny. How are you? I'm doing great. It's good to have you. If you missed part one of our series on ePay policy, please go back and give it a listen, not just for the insight that Zach provides about ePay, but for every terrible golf pun I try to force inside a half hour. For part two, we turn to a mutual customer of Hawksoft and ePays to learn how ePay is used inside a real insurance agency. Emmanuel Osuya is principal at Alpha Direct Agency with offices in New York, North Carolina, and Florida, writing business in 18 states. It's amazing. We'll cover that in a little bit. Everyone I know has encouraged me to talk with Emmanuel. He has cultivated a reputation as a well-respected and trusted advisor for small businesses and independent insurance agents. Uh, he's been with Hawksoft since 2016. In his career and in his life, he has authored three books covering topics like marriage, finding the zest for life and leadership. He is also a recent competitor in the podcast space. He has launched his own podcast uh, called the Recode Podcast, focused on leadership. And I have it on good authority that he is looking for a king or queen to interview for that podcast. So if you know, leave us a comment uh, and we'll try to make that connection. Emmanuel, thank you so much for being here with us. Oh, thanks for having me. I uh, I, I got to hire you to intro me like that everywhere I go. I swear <laughs> I didn't. You do very good research. <laughs> I only gave you about a quarter of what you I'll... said, but uh, <laughs> I really appreciate it. I'll follow you around. I, I'll do it. Um... You tell a lot about the quality of a podcast by the quality of research the host does first. There you go. <laughs> we... Thank you. I'm humbled. Um, so in this podcast, we like to ask each mutual customer that is on the same five questions. So that way we can have a consistent basis for evaluating uh, the partners that we are discussing. We start things off. Uh, I would love to know more about Alpha Direct Agency. Love to know how long you've been in business, how many people work for the organization, what you specialize in, all that fun stuff. The 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 nitty gritty details about the business. Uh, sure. So Alpha Direct started in 2004. Um, what got me into business is I always wanted to be like my dad. My dad was a businessman. And so I decided that by the time I turned 30, I wanted to own my own business. Well, I worked at the bank prior to that. So I got pissed off or irritated. So I decided that it was the right time to go start my own business. And I vowed that I would never treat my employees the way I was treated in the corporate mm. America space. So enter mm. office direct agency. Um, we exist to create an environment where our employees feel challenged and inspired to be more. That is simply the reason Alpha Direct exists. I've been really fortunate to attract good young people and just create a space where we can work together 
to enjoy this thing called work where we spend the majority of our lives anyway. And oh, by the way, we have this extra layer of altruism that we get to feel, right? Because we're doing good for others and helping people out. So, um, so far, so good. And what has been born out of that effort is an environment where, you know, we feel like we have a connected family. We don't just use the word mm -hmm. team. We are actually a team. So we win and lose mm -hmm. together. We travel together, eat together, do all kinds of things together as a, as a company. And uh, today is one of those things I'm really proud of. We keep a waiting list of about five to six people waiting to join the company at wow. all times. And the people who come in don't want to leave. So we're always celebrating some 10th anniversary. Uh, we've been recognized as a great place to work twice now by the GPTW organization. So again, I'm very grateful. It, 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 when, we, when you mentioned the zest for life, this is one of those things that I'm, I'm proud mm -hmm. of. Like, I'm glad I survived the accident to be able to live this experience. That's fantastic. Um, so how many people right now do you have working in the agency? Uh, right now we're 14. We wow, had, that's a we good scaled up, Yeah, we scaled up to 20 and it, mm -hmm. you know, we noticed we got ahead of our skis a little bit and we kind of scaled back a little bit because in reality with technology, you can do more with less. So while we're not yeah. trying to replace people with technology, we got to also look at, okay, where do we have this overkill? Mm -hmm. The reason why we always overstaff typically is we don't want our employees going home feeling burnt out. So it's very yes. important to me that when you go home, you're still alive for your family. If you close at five, yeah. you leave at five. If you close at 5.30, please leave exactly at 5.30. Don't spend an extra minute. No need for it. Go home. The work mm -hmm. is here tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow. So, uh, but yeah, we've scaled it back down to 14. I think our sweet spot eventually will be 12, but we're still writing that story. We'll see how it goes. Sure. Yeah. Um, I, I really appreciate how you position that, um, something that terrifies me as someone who works in technology is that any employee in an organization or any team member in an organization will look at what we're trying to do as like replacing their job. Um, so I love that you, you say, no, it's about doing more with less, doing, being able to, um, handle more responsibilities with the team you have, not necessarily replace anyone. Um, does, uh, Alpha Direct Agency, do you guys specialize in any type of insurance? Are you a generalist? Uh, yes. So we do specialize in the commercial space. And for us, we like to say we follow food. Why? I love to eat. I love to eat any kind of food anywhere in the world. So we created yeah. this niche where we just follow food. So if you store, prepare, transport, uh, or shell food, we would love to get your business. So we market across those spaces. We target those classifications. And so it allows us to still pick up truckers, supermarkets, restaurants, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So. That's kind of our niche. Wow, that's awesome. Um, and then the last question I always ask uh, about an agency is, for you in particular, what gets you excited about insurance? It's the people. The So whether it's the customers that we are helping, and I, and I think Zach talked about it, whether it's the customers that we're helping or it's our own employees that we get to work with or our peers as agency owners, you know, I'll tell you a, a, a really short story. So I'm, I'm sitting in a hotel in Stamford, Connecticut, just waiting at the bar, waiting for my chicken wings. And I had a beer, uh, Stella, for anybody who cares. Um, and I'm hanging there. And there's this older couple to my right. They don't really engage me in the conversation. They're talking to the bartender. 
at some point they mentioned Ecuador. I happen to go to Ecuador from time to time. I have employees there and I do business there. Hmm. So I chimed in on the conversation. Oh, I love Guayaquil. And next thing you know, the old man asked me, what do you do? He hadn't said a word the whole time. He was just nodding. Turns out he's an 84 year old, been retired from insurance a very long time. And the next hour and a half, this gentleman spoke to me about insurance as his wife stood next to him with tears in her eyes. And she oh. thanked me, hugged me a bunch of times, and she gave me his phone number and says, I haven't seen that guy for over two decades. And she says, oh, please wow. call him, let him use that insurance. And I kid you not, yeah. this man lit up when I mentioned insurance. We engaged in multiple layers of why accords exist and all kinds of things. <laughs> you know, so I realized that separate from being professionals, because we always talk about that part, there's the interesting element of finding a stranger and being able to just open layers and layers of conversation just of what we used to do for a living. So I still remember yeah. that story. Hopefully one day I'm the 84-year-old and somebody will talk to me. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, I, yeah, I think that, you know, growing up, um, I definitely had this like misconception of what an insurance salesperson was. Um, and now it's something that I actively work to, you know, deconstruct and, and make sure that my friends don't, don't carry it's It's like a prejudice, uh, for that profession. Cause we always think of like the door to door life insurance salesman. Um, right. and I think there's, it's such a disservice to all the help that, uh, agents do and it's how dang like smart you guys have to be like you know it's just i was um as a quick story i was recently in illinois for an event um zach was there as well and so zach we're standing outside uh, after a, a hug regional meeting uh an agent offers to take us out to dinner we go we have a good time um and we're standing outside of this building and these two agents start discussing the construction and the masonry and the roof composition for this building that we were just in. And it's like, it's such insanely detailed information that maybe a contractor has to know, but then also an insurance professional. So I, I do love seeing those things. And um, it is one of those, I can absolutely see how someone would be like, Oh, I'm so glad I can finally talk to somebody about this. Um, that's I've so seen a lot of very empowered conversations. Uh, a lot of at the, at the hug, nationals per se where we're all at the hotel but it's i've been out there till 3 or 4 a.m with some folks on the back patio just and they're just getting into it they're talking with somebody because somebody else has a great perspective on something that they've been looking for or that they've been trying to figure out uh, and they're both just passionately debating the best way to do something <laughs> uh, yeah that that passion shines through hello my name is jose from the customer success team here at hawksoft Today's episode of the Insurance Perspectives podcast is brought to you by the Purple Cow Experience at Hawksoft. Like a purple cow standing in a field of ordinary brown cows, the Hawksoft experience stands out as remarkable. For example, when you call Hawksoft product support, a real life person answers the phone every time. Our customers have a 98% satisfaction rate with call support and 97% of issues are resolved on the first call. Our dedication to serving you is important we believe that it is evidenced by agencies staying with Hawksoft for an average of 18 years. For more information on Hawksoft's Purple Cow experience, visit hawksoft.com slash purple cow. Thank you for listening, and now back to today's episode.
So what were you looking for when you first encountered ePay policy for your agency? Uh, time, to get time back in my life. So I, I struggled. Uh, the, the provider I was with previously was uh, making me do all the work, calculate the percentage of payments, uh, of fees. And it would take me a month and a half to reconcile the previous month. It, it was just too much. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, I said, there's got to be a better way. And, you know, sometimes we get attracted to the shiny object. It was a big brand. So I figured if anybody got it right, they would get it right. Then they sold me all these little gadgets in the office that are wireless. I thought that was the way to go. And after a while, I migrated to two other providers, same drama. Uh, oh, and wow. then along comes eBay. I didn't need two separate logins to reconcile credit cards and another login for to reconcile checks. Um, it was all in one spot. I didn't need to memorize two sets of payments in fees a month. It was just all in one spot. I didn't need to deal with the, the merchant services fee. They just handled it. So in my Hawksoft, we didn't even have to enter the fee because it's not our fee. It's not processing through our agency. We just give the customer mm -hmm. what they paid for the insurance and let the merchant service fee be the merchant service fee. So reconciliation, mm -hmm. the month after I signed up with eBay, it went to maybe hours instead of a month and a half. And that was it. I would knock it out in an hour and a half instead of a month and a half. So it solved a major pain point. But it also makes a difference that ePay was iterating ahead of us, right? So they showed up not creating what already existed, but a better version. And that makes a difference. So it's not, do I like the blue logo? Do I like the green logo? It was all a factor of, hey, we've got a better version of what we're offering or what you already use. And oh, by the way, we're going to add these features coming up shortly. And something as simple, you know, Apple does that to us all the time. It could be something as simple as changing the color of the page or the, or the, the link. And it just affects how you feel about the service and how connected yeah. we are. And I saw that they got that from Jump. So it has solved a lot of pain points for us. And uh, I'm excited to hear some of the new things coming down the pike. And I've got some uh, some good ideas. I'm glad Zach is here. I've, I've got a pain point yeah. I want to fix. <laughs> hey, yeah, I, I'm happy to hear about it because that's why uh, I don't mean to steal Kenny's thunder, but I do no, have a good. couple questions for uh, Emmanuel after that response. Um, you don't have to name names. Don't don't tell anybody. But were the processors you were with before ePay? Were they? You said big kind of name brands. Were those just generic payment processors that worked in many different verticals? Not uh, so one insurance. was a bank. It was okay. where I banked, and so they provided that service. And I thought it made sense to keep everything in one house. That failed, and then two later was more very similar to ePay, but sort of behind in the technology. Yeah. Well, we're very lucky to be. Um, approaching our 10th year of ePay. So we've had uh, about 10 years of our 7,000 customers pointing us in the right direction and, and giving us this insight, just like you mentioned, Emmanuel, on, on hey, I've got a pain point you can solve. Because that's that's how we uh, plan our development and our roadmap is how do we help people and the best suggestions come from our customers. Uh, and I think we'll be able to do something here for you too to to see if we can shrink that. Uh, I, I know we went from month a month and a half to hours. I think we can go from hours to minutes. Um, sometime next yeah. year what am i so. going to do with all this time that i now have <laughs> yes and please shoot me shoot me an email with uh the other pain point that you're having and i will make sure that it gets uh brought up in our talks um with matt we uh we might get to it faster than that um yep. 
but first I have I have one question before we get to the real fun one. Uh, and this could be a fun one too. But um, you know, when people are evaluating uh, technology for their agencies, there's usually a, there's a before and an after. We kind of think about it. Before I had this, I couldn't do this. After I was able to do X, Y, and Z. So I would love to know um, what can your agency do now with ePay that you couldn't do before you started using them. Oh, uh, how much time we got? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let, let me quickly think of you know I did I've never heard this question, but let me think about five real yeah. quick. So first, top sure. of mind is having my leadership team have access to the system. So I assigned mm -hmm. all of them to have controls to give refunds, whatever. So everything doesn't have to wait for me. I travel a lot, I'm mm -hmm. all over the place. I could also think about the link, sending a customer a link, whether it's embedded in our Hawksoft receipt or just creating an invoice online, sending the customer the link. That's that's fantastic. It's a game changer. You could walk out of the office, send a link to a client, and by the time you get home, it's like ding, they paid for the policy. Yes. Sale in the bag. We got to finish that tomorrow, right? Um, we also have uh, one of the, my favorite things is embedding it on my website. So when you train and onboard employees, you don't have to teach them another app to go use. You just go to our website, click make a payment, go from there. Mm -hmm. um, and customers can use the same portal. He's got the, they've got the uh, auto pay feature as well. So a customer can make a payment and just choose to make that payment recurring. Um, I'm looking for one of the bells and whistles I'm looking for, Zach, is for it to have a different way to notify me constantly that a customer just made a random payment. So my bookkeeper mm. can just latch onto that and set it where it needs to go. But uh, number five. Um, and what I've got the say? answer for you. <laughs> the, software, the software is very flexible. It, it allows me to move things around and do put things where I wanted to be. And in fact, I, I had... Um, it, when you, when we first set it up, we picked the colors and that we wanted wear. And one of my producers says, oh, did the payment process? I said, yes. She goes, oh, the confirmation is in red. So it makes it look like an error. <laughs> we just went in there and changed it to blue or green. And that was That's it. much better. Yeah, so, that's um, much better. It's, it is absolutely a great product, a uh, product that, like Apple, that gives us a chance to malleate and make things work. I, I Listen, I have a little over 30 companies in my tech stack. And one of my frustrating uh, bits is when I call a company and say, can it do this? And they say, no, can it do that? No. Well, it's time for me to unplug because I, mm -hmm. I don't want cookie cutter. Maybe a bunch of folks would like cookie cutter, but when you know what you want out of technology, you want it to be ahead of you actually. But when it, mm -hmm. when it can meet your needs, it's there's no need to look elsewhere. You can actually take that vision you have, make it simpler and more effective yeah. or efficient. Can't complain. Absolutely. That's yeah, that's awesome. Uh, it's kind of like, oh, sorry, Kenny. No, go ahead. I was going to say like in the last episode where, where I was mentioning that uh, we're honestly moving beyond payments and we're becoming somewhat of a data company. Like we, we are taking that next step. And that's why uh, we get such great insight from people like Emmanuel who tell us what that next step should be. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, it is really cool to be to be part of a company that's trying to take that next step constantly. We're not just satisfied with being the, yeah, we, we do payments very, very well. Arguably the best in the game if you're doing insurance. But how we're still hungry. What else can we go do? How can we aid the reconciliation of that? How can we work with all the payables? How can we start breaking into the direct bill side of things? Mm -hmm. We're can just you, constantly you, thinking. 
Can I give you one, Zach, that I'm really looking mm -hmm. forward to? It might already be in the pipeline. And here's how it sounds. We go to the website. We click on our ePay link. We take a payment. As soon as the payment is done and you hit confirm, we'll like the system to trigger a question that says, hey, would you like to record this in Hawksoft? It already knows the confirmation number. It knows how much we took. It knows the client and it merges over there, you know, and once it dumps that information in there, now we don't have to screenshot the receipt because we always want to do that to keep record of the reference number. But now it just pulled all that information into Hawksoft. And now we can automate for it to also automatically send one receipt from Hawksoft instead of two. So I would really love that. It's not too hard to do with an API and you guys already have a great relationship. So make it happen. Uh, well, Emmanuel, <laughs> the reason I'm grinning from ear to ear is just because you teed me up, man. Uh, yes, that that is, uh, we plan for that to be part of the two-way integration with Hawksoft, yeah. which yeah. is very, very much in the works and going. Uh, I believe those are called log notes when they are, yeah. the information's pulled back in uh, Hawksoft. But even, and I, I will say that just with our with our integrations, the the kind of the type of integration that we do here, we do always collect that reconciliation information and push it back into the management system. So I'm very confident that that will be a part of uh, of what ePay and Hawksoft work out together. Good stuff. Yeah, um, we've we've slightly drifted into my next question, um, where we kind of get this is where agents get their revenge on the partners. Uh, in part one, we asked the partners kind of what's the was the hardest thing of working with an, an insurance agent um, and our agency, and Zach gave a great answer. Um, and so we've started to drift into this, but I'd love to get, Emmanuel, your perspective on if there's one thing, one other thing, you could change about ePay, if you could, what would that be? The partnership I'm, I'm guy. Zach, why change? It's not broken. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> it is, <laughs> ePay is, Far from broken. They're far from needing my help. They constantly iterate. They're constantly designing the product to, to meet us or stay ahead of our needs, actually. Uh, mm -hmm. I still recommend ePay to everybody. If I know any agent who's not using ePay, I'm like, what are you waiting for? Just get over there already. <laughs> so, I mean, if, if, if they can put some of these things we're talking about in place, Zach, if you guys can create this less keystroke environment for us, it's a winner. It, it At this point, it's default for insurance agencies to use ePay. Um, I'll, I'll be surprised if there are a few who are not using it. They probably don't know. You need to give them some more socks out there. And they'll, they'll sign up. <laughs> once they try the socks, they'll sign up. Uh, but I think yep. I wouldn't change anything just yet. I think the company's pacing um, with, with, it, with versions the way we need them. And, you know, I trust Hawksoft. Uh, uh, I used six different AMSs before I got to Hawksoft. And any any company that integrates well, it's got good API, good working relationship with Hawksoft. We can play well in the sandbox. That's awesome. Thank Absolutely. you for saying that. Um, and so uh, we come to the 18th hole on this course. Uh, <laughs> so Emmanuel, how would you describe the value that ePay brings to your agency? Oof. How would I describe the value? I would describe it as peace of mind. You know, you, mm. you talked about, you know, how chaotic and how many hats an agent has to wear on any given day. Um, I still don't remember having an outage with um, ePay. 
I remember my old provider, we will, you know, hit that threshold pretty quickly of how much we can process in a 24 hour cycle. And, and I think we got there early because probably being with eBay the whole time they've been in business, I think. Um, and we will hit that really early. And within two months of that happening, um, our, one of the reps called us and said, Hey, let's open this thing up for you. It looks like you're doing some large premium. Let's make it easy for those things. So you don't have to send customer service emails or phone calls. So, um, I, no, I think, I think the, the peace of mind that it gives me that I don't have to now worry, okay, how do I get the software to work? Or there is a glitch. We got to call customer service. It's just ho-hum. It just works. Mm -hmm. So that You can't even put a dollar value. Don't go raise my price now, uh, Zach. But you, can't <laughs> <put> a, <laughs> but you can't, you should give me a discount instead. But you, you can't put a, you can't put a price on that. The value is really priceless. That peace of mind of not having to worry about, especially a payment processor. Mm -hmm. Nothing at all. Yeah. Yeah. You shouldn't have to worry about getting your money. That's for sure. Nope. No, absolutely. we just want to make especially, it easy, man. Especially when you have, um, you know, you have your team of 14, uh, those people rely on you for their, their livelihoods and, and all that. And the flow of, of funds and premium payments, um, contributes to that. So it definitely is. And I really appreciate the way you, you contextualize it as just peace of mind. Um, it's very important for a business owner. Uh, Emmanuel, you mentioned earlier that there's somebody on your staff you want to be getting the payment notifications every time? Yes. So the managers, we call them the money team. It would be nice for them to mm -hmm. know. So if a customer goes on and makes a payment <laughs> and, um, you know, I may not see it. I might make it at 8 p.m. at night. Mm -hmm. That thing is going to get buried in my inbox by morning <laughs> by a thousand yeah. emails. So there's a way for it to flag constantly. Even even Microsoft now has something where they remind you, oh, you got this. Did you pay attention to it? Did you solve this? You had this on your to-do list. Did you look at it? Um, some type of reminder, just always bring it up uh, is a good thing. You're like, what is this thing? Keep okay. But in any of those on the money team can look at it and you know give the client a call and send it where. So are they getting the, the e-receipts currently, the money team? Yes. Okay. So it's just about like if it gets buried in the inbox or something, something to bring it to the top oh, or remind again. Just okay. keep it echoing. Yes. Yeah. It happened last night. Hello. An echo. I like that's That's a good way to call it is an echo. Yep. Yeah. yeah that would be interesting because we have like our invoice notifications feature um, to remind insureds like, hey, you have an outstanding payment here. Click this link. Go ahead and make the payment. Um, so... Yeah, I think we we might be able to work something up like that too for the on the agency side of things. Specifically for that, client makes the payment, you know, it hit the website, anything, and we could set the time. Anything after five is probably not initiated by the agency, and then there's an echo. And if we if it was initiated by the agency, I don't know, some rogue working late, yeah, you can go in and say, "Yep, we're aware," and that's that. And if I don't want to get out ahead of my skis here, <laughs> but when we do have a two way integration going. And we're pushing that payment information back into Hawksoft. Right. I'm assuming there's going to be some kind of notification within Hawksoft as well. It says, "Hey, you have this this payment that needs to either be approved or looked at." I, I don't. I'm not a Hawksoft expert, but once it gets in there, I'm sure there's going to be something that you need to do with yeah, that as see, well. So that might function see, as as your reminder. I yeah. can see a future where we have tasks that are automated based on payments received. Um, but Matt's going to, Matt's going to, if we, uh, chew we, us out though, Kenny, if we keep yeah, talking exactly. about like, Oh, this we is going to look like that. Uh, this will look like that. 
Yeah, we we risk. I I made the mistake once. I think I've told the story on the podcast before, but I live um, I live in Portland, Oregon, and I am within eyesight of the Willamette River that that cuts through Portland. And it's kind of where we get our name from because of the ports. Um, I made the mistake of being on a boat with uh, a lot of the product and dev team and pointing at my apartment and saying, "Hey, I live there." Uh, never do that, especially when you talk about uh, new features coming to the system. Um, so I'm probably gonna. I'm going to stop us before we get in too much trouble because we'll blame uh, it on Emmanuel. Matt was a Marine. Uh, so I'm not really <laughs> wanting to mess with him. Don't want to um, be on that bad side. I have had an absolute blast over these two episodes, having a conversation with Emmanuel uh, from alpha direct agency uh, and Zach out of, from ePay. Um, I, I've loved this conversation. It's been uh, a lot more informative than just on the, the ePay Hawksoft side. Um, some great insight from Emmanuel on business and leadership. And if, like me, you're about to go on a run, check out the Recode podcast with Emmanuel. Uh, it should be a good listen. Thank you all so much. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. For the best way to contact today's guests, click the episode description or episode notes if you're on Apple Podcasts. We'd like to highlight a few members of the Hawksoft family in relation to today's guests. Matt brought Alpha Direct Agency to Hawksoft in 2016, and Krista was the most recent member of Hawksoft to field their call in the product support department. Lastly, we'd like to shout out Karina for celebrating her four-year anniversary, as well as Nathan for celebrating his three-year anniversary with Hawksoft this month. Congratulations, you two. We appreciate you listening and hope you join us next time on the Insurance Perspectives Podcast.